You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Good afternoon. How are you today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Uh, been surprised. The uh, you know they, they they're talking about climate change and how uh, terrible and horrible it is, which you know some places are having a rough go at it. But you know here locally, it's been pretty. It's pretty pretty nice. If this is what climate change is, I'll have a little bit more. Thanks. It's been nice and cool. Yeah. Uh, plenty of rain. Mm-hmm. It's been nice. Yeah. It's it's been nice here the last uh, last week or so. It is going to pick up on uh, rain again this weekend. But you know what? We have been seeing some crazy stuff. We've been seeing some really yeah. crazy stuff. Uh, a tornado hit Russia today. It was weird because it was a it was a water spout that started out in the middle of uh, uh, out in the middle of the uh, the water and then it moved in on land. Redaya in Saudi Arabia is underwater. It's all those polar ice caps melting. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. Oman, the country of Oman, underwater. Uh, Turkey, the Black Sea today. They're experiencing some flooding in Turkey today. The UAE is actually going through a drought, as is Iran. They're going through a drought. United Arab Emirates, they're actually making it rain. They're seeding clouds with drones, hoping that they can get it to rain. Funny thing here today, there was a, uh, a reporter for one of the mainstream media outlets over here, and she was on TV talking about how the rescue workers saved her and she was battered through the floods and everything else. And she's had a really rough go. Yeah, a private citizen was on top of a roof and actually filmed her rubbing mud on her face before she went on camera. The uh, the news outlet fired her shortly after that. Only because she was caught. Yeah, yeah, because she was caught. It, it would not surprise me if it was the news outlet that actually instructed her to do that, to be yep. honest. Yeah, it was just for show is why they fired her. It's just, you know, to save face. I was actually trying to see if I got anything on uh, if I had anything on climate change, but I actually don't. Surprisingly, they're not really talking about climate change here. Or if they are, I'm not paying attention to it. Maybe that's just it. I'm just not I'm not seeing it. Uh, they're not really saying anything about it. I think they're sweating a little bit, to be honest, over this um, this stuff in the uh, the U.S. with Fauci and uh, what's going on with um, now the uh, now the World Health Organization is back out saying, oh, well, we might have to take another look at that that lab leak uh, theory. And of course, China's saying that that's a crackpot conspiracy theory and they snubbed the idea and it's a, it's a racist ploy and, and all the rest of it. Uh, but Senator Rand Paul, and we played some some of that testimony here uh, yesterday, well, day before yesterday, of him, well, barbecuing and filleting and skewering Dr. Anthony Fauci. Infuriating. Infuriating? Oh, yes. It was infuriating listening to Fauci uh, lie so blatantly towards the American people in Congress and yeah. uh, perjure himself, yeah. actually, yeah. again, as if he didn't do it the first time. Senator Rand well, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Lies are one of the things. Lies are one of the things that really uh, grinds my gears, if you will. When someone openly lies to you, to your face like that, you want to piss me off. That's how you piss me off. I agree. I agree. And to be honest, the way that that was going down, it looked like an investigator that had the slam dunk in front of him, a detective that had the slam dunk on paper in front of him, and he's calling him out. 
And of course, you could see Fauci. Did you see the video of him shaking? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked yeah. about that. And I went back and rewatched the video and he was shaking. Mm -hmm. uh, my my first analysis of it was, uh, you know, he was acting childish. But then going going and watching that again, wow, was he nervous. He was visibly trembling. I mean, this was like medication. You need some meds. You're you're you have like uh, how what, what is that disease called where you. Parkinson's. are shaking so bad parkinson's thank you that that's what it looked like his hands were doing man it was pretty intense yeah, yeah. uh senator Rand paul on newsmax about that hearing yesterday well he's arguing something that we're not arguing we didn't argue that the research involved and published by dr she she didn't admit to creating covid so in her research she created a novel virus that wasn't known to man, did not exist in nature, but it wasn't COVID-19. We're not saying she created it and admitted to it. We're saying that she was doing the type of research that could have created COVID-19 and that may well have, and that they may not have been honest or forthcoming about it. But what we knew know publicly is that Dr. Xi, the bat scientist from Wuhan, published a paper in which she lists the NIH as funding her paper. She lists the grant number, for goodness sakes. So there's no question the NIH funded it. The question that Dr. Fauci is trying to misdirect us with is that he's saying it wasn't gain of function. But really, this is, this is readily provable. We need to be getting scientists on the air across America and asking them that question. You know, there are many scientists out there who know the answer to this. Uh, Dr. Redfield was a virologist. Someone needs to ask him, was it gain of function research that was going on in Wuhan? Because it, to, to, to most of the physicians and scientists involved, I've asked, was this gain of function? They say this was the epitome of gain of function. They took an animal virus that doesn't infect humans they modified it in the lab and made it such that it would infect humans. That's the that's the definition of gain of function research. Is that or is that not exactly what you said at the time of that testimony in the Senate subcommittee? Yeah, uh, I mean, we've gone over the research, too, and we've already said this before. Oh, we were saying this last year after the, the some of the papers we read, the white papers from uh, what was it, India. We were like, this is. This is this is exactly what it is. And but, yeah, it was a conspiracy theory. It's just like Senator uh, Senator Marshall when he was talking about the spike protein and he was playing stupid and, and he was doing the run around and, and everything else. And it's like, uh, dude, you you're you're caught. Now we just need you to explain yourself and we need you to give up your bosses and cut a deal. That's all we need you to do here. So uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, um, they're doubling down. Never admit fault. You double down. They've got all their minions and all their henchmen and all their whatever out there doubling down. Boris Johnson in the UK doubling down. Emmanuel Macron in France doubling down. The only reason they're not doubling down in Germany is because they have a federal election coming up in a couple of months. And they're not going to do any more right now to piss off the population. But you better believe the day after that election's over. Oh, my God, the cases are going to skyrocket. They're out of control. We're going to have to lock everything back down again. You watch. You can quote me on that. You watch. Like half of Australia is already in stay at home orders right now. Again. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Because one person died. One 80 year old person died. They had to lock down the entire city of Sydney. I'll tell you why they're locking down Australia, because they have a 6% vaccination rate. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I wanted to talk about uh, Australia. I got something here on Australia, I think. Uh, yeah, here it is. The top health officer 
orders Australians don't have a conversation with each other, even if you're wearing a mask. If you see someone in the store, don't even look at them. Don't even look at them. Even if they're your neighbor, don't look at them. You see, they have to divide everybody else from themselves. Their agendas are failing and they're failing fast. They're worried about what's going on with the election audits. They're worried about now what's happening with the connections between the DOD, the NIH, American Academia, EcoHealth Alliance, and the Wuhan lab. They cooked this little bastard up and put it out onto the world. And now they're telling everybody, oh, no, you've got to do this. You've got to do that. No, 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 no. Everything here has been a giant fraud. All of it. The Sun Papers in the UK sent some undercover people inside of one of the uh, testing labs, if you even want to call it that. Thousands, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of PCR tests just dumped in the garbage. They're supposed to be counted. People are supposed to be notified. None of that was done. None of it. They were dumping them out in the back alleyways. They were dumping them in garbage bags inside the, uh, the testing lab. And the guy even says, oh, here's our lab. And they just dump them in the garbage. That says a lot to the two gentlemen that just bought. Excuse me, let me rephrase that. That says a lot to the two scumbags that just bought the UK's largest PCR testing operation, George Soros and Bill Gates. Why do you think they want control of that so they can control the results? That's why they want that. Dr. Kerry Chant made the remarks in response to people in New South Wales being ordered to comply with yet another lockdown triggered by just a handful of new cases. Yeah, we actually saw, what was it, a town in Australia? I, I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head, but it was a town of 25,000. They had one case. They locked the entire town down, and they were 800 miles from the next town. How ridiculous is that? She went on to say, whilst it's human nature to engage in conversation with others, to be friendly, unfortunately, this is not the time to do that. Okay, when is the time? So the government's going to give you permission to um, be kind and, and be friendly to other people now? So even if you run into your next door neighbor in the shopping center, don't start up a conversation. Now is the time for minimizing your interactions with others, even if you've got a mask. Well, I thought they were the be all end all. I thought they were supposed to protect you from everything. Do not think that that affords total protection. Oh, okay. We want to be absolutely sure that as we go about our daily lives, we do not come in contact with anyone else that would pose a risk. Does that include you? Just curious. Does that include you? Because quite frankly, coming in contact with you, even though you're on a TV screen, I think that poses a serious risk to people. Maybe I'm looking at that the wrong way, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure that any Aussie that's listening to us would disagree at this point. In addition to the officials telling people that they shouldn't talk to their friends and neighbors, those living in or those who visited the affected areas are now under a minimum seven-day stay-at-home order while masks will again become mandatory masks for teachers and high school students. The vaccination rate in Australia, it's very difficult to get information out down there. Maybe one of our Aussie listeners would be so kind as to send us some information or something to our email address at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com and let us know what's actually going on down there from your perspective. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, let us know, is the vaccination rate really what we're reading? Is it 6%? If so, that would explain the behavior by the government because you're not doing what you're told. But yet they're not doing what they're told in the US either, are they? They're not doing what they're told in the UK. They're not doing what they're told in France. No, they're not. Oh, you thought the you thought the lockdowns were going to end, right? Oh, no, we're not going to go back down that road again. Oh, yes, you are. They're telling you, they're telegraphing again. They're telling you what's coming. Because as soon as they get found out, all oh, the lockdowns are coming. It's their guilt. It's them that are the disease, not you, not me. 
not we the people, it's them. Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader, what a terrible, terrible, disgusting individual this guy is, who personally, personally has money in Chinese banks. These shots need to get in everybody's arm as rapidly as possible, or we're going to be back in a situation in the fall that we don't yearn for that we went through last year. The sudden drive now, this is pure speculation based on the research that we've done and jump in here. According to all the research we've looked at from the time that they tried to develop these mRNA vaccines previously, every test subject that was later in contact with a coronavirus provoked an autoimmune response and their own immune systems killed them by several different ways. My guess is this. As we get closer to the truth, in more than one case, as we get closer to the truth of November 3rd, as we get closer to the truth of the Wuhan lab and the NIH, and you can almost call it a perfect storm, as we trend back down into the cold and flu season, my guess, and I'm just guessing, based, and I'm making this assumption based on the actual data and the research that we've done, and a lot of other doctors that have been banned are saying the same thing. People are going to start dying when they come in contact with another coronavirus, whatever that might be. There's a, there's a garden variety of these things. There's like four or five main ones. But if the research is correct, people that have been vaccinated are going to start having all kinds of autoimmune responses, causing all kinds of different problems. And some of them will be fatal outcomes. And at that point, at that point, then that's really going to wake people up. They don't have the numbers that they wish they had. The numbers hit a wall. They picked all that low-hanging fruit. They were of the impression that they had about 90% of the population that were just complete and utter zombified buffoons, and they could trick them into going along with this. No. Now you've got door-to-door campaigns. Do you know how much they're getting paid, by the way? Those door-to-door campaigns that are starting in, in select U.S. cities and select U.S. Uh, states, do you know how much they're getting paid? They're getting paid $30 an hour to go out there and knock on doors. You want to be a test and trace person in the UK? You can make 1,200 pounds a day. They tried everything else. They tried the bribing. They bribed you with donuts and beer and, and cheesecake and, and lottery tickets and, and college tuition and, and Yankees tickets and, and Mets tickets and all the rest of it. None of that worked. They're bribing you with burgers and fries and, and shots. None of that worked. It might have worked for some, but that didn't provoke the kind of response that they wanted. Then they said, well, we're going to we're going to start mandating these. We're going to make you uh, take a vaccine passport. Well, if you don't do this, then you're not going to get into these places. Then they tried to push the propaganda piece. Oh, well, we had five million vaccine appointments since we announced that. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You wish you had five million appointments. And the reason I say you wish is because you wouldn't be doubling down again on that if that were the case. Why the big push? Why the big push by McConnell? Someone asked me this morning, He said, why are these politicians in all of these countries so desperate to get people to take this thing? Knowing that we've got countless uh, tens of thousands, I would argue probably hundreds of thousands, because God only knows, of dead because of adverse reactions to the vaccines that are not vaccines. Why are they wanting to do this? And I tried my best to explain to them as to why. But there's there's more to it. I half think, and the only reason I say that I have, I half think that People like Sir Patrick Valance, you know, the one that that uh, said the other day from the UK, the health advisor in the UK, when he said 60 percent of the people that are going into the hospitals have been double vaccinated. But yet 
an hour later, he backtracked on everything. The reason I'm, that, that I'm thinking, and this is, we have nothing to corroborate this. Again, this is just pure speculation. I think that behind the scenes, the Davos group, the corporations, and all these people that have amassed this, this power that they're about to lose... I think they're telling the politicians, the faces that they've put out there that they'll just replace, do this or you and your family are dead. You don't have a choice. I half think that Sir Patrick Valance was at least trying to tell the truth, if only for a moment, but then backing out on it. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's the only thing I can surmise because you don't make a mistake that big and that obvious. So to, to go back to uh, Ditch Mitch... Um, and kind of, uh, the whole situation ditch. with Australia. Ditch Mitch. Yeah, Ditch Mitch. Uh, yeah, there's, it's also Cocaine Mitch. Cocaine uh, Mitch. Yeah, I so, like Cocaine Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine yeah. Mitch. So, yeah, going back to that one in Australia a little bit, uh, kind of touch on that one. Uh, something I was going to uh, kind of reference and, and just kind of point out to the, the whole COVID, you know, as a whole for the Western culture specifically, um, looking at how government, has been pushing this. And I was going to recommend the listener go on and um, uh, observe what an abusive relationship is. Uh, the one that I pulled up was from Hotline, uh, or excuse me, Healthline.com. And it has a list of 64 signs that you're in an abusive or mentally and emotionally abusive relationship. You, you know, just, just to give you a couple, um, you know, things like name calling, patronizing, public embarrassment, belittling, uh, you know, insulting your appearance. That one, you don't wear a mask, you know, um, but so on and so forth. You can you can go on and, and look for it yourself and look at the signs of um, abuse in a relationship and, and just search for that. And uh, you'll you'll find that majority of those you can say, yeah, I can see that in COVID. Yeah, that, that one's in COVID to Mitch and why he's why why cocaine Mitch is is pushing this. I have to agree. That's the only conclusion I can really come to is either it's Davos Group or whoever he's he's done the dealings with his cocaine dealer or his uh, sex trafficker, whichever one is providing him with products is threatening to uh, release this information if he doesn't go along with the greater agenda or just blatantly saying, I'm going to kill your family, you know, uh, wh wh whichever it is, it doesn't fit. I, I don't understand why they're pushing it so hard like this. It makes no sense. It's the only you thing look I into think. the data and everything. Yeah. It's the only it, thing I can unless, think. unless they're being, they themselves are being completely lied to and they think they're doing what's right by pushing the vaccine. I mean, but then you would have to believe that Mitch has the greater populace at hand he has their interests in mind, and I don't believe that for a second. Not, not, not Mitch McConnell. No, he's a grifter. So uh, I, I can't see any other any other conclusion than either he's benefiting from it or he's being threatened. This one here shocked me. This one really shocked me. It's a shame because because uh, I liked him up until this point. He's been batting a thousand from my standpoint, as far as I'm concerned. But this one really caught me. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. Listen. Um, so here's, I think, the, the most important thing with the data. If you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, the chance of you getting seriously ill or dying from COVID is effectively zero. If you look at the people that are being admitted to hospitals, uh, over 95% of them are either not fully vaccinated or not vaccinated at all. And so these vaccines are 
saving lives. They are reducing mortality. Mortality in nursing homes since we rolled out the vaccines in December is down over 95% due to COVID. Mortality for elderly people since we rolled out the vaccines is down nearly 90%. And so we're proud in Florida that we put seniors first on that because they were the most vulnerable. We have 85% of our seniors that are vaccinated and about 75% of folks over the age of 50. Okay. He goes on there, but uh, I'm just going to stop that because he just goes on talking about statistics. How does that justify all of the evidence to the contrary that we're seeing? He's talking about 90 to 95 percent of the people that go into hospitals are unvaccinated. That's not true. That's not true. The UK is seeing over 60 percent of the people going into hospitals that are vaccinated. Israel is seeing all of their daily cases resurge from vaccinated people. The ones that are making up the new case counts are vaccinated people. The hospitals in, what was it, uh, Southford or, or Yorkshire or something like that, whatever, in, in Wales, I think it was, they said, the, the head nurse there said, all these people that are coming in are, are double jabbed. What's going on? I liked DeSantis until he said that last night. Now, I don't know what's going on with him. Quite frankly, I don't care anymore. But that right there is a terrible, terrible sign. That's a terrible sign because you've just lost the, the support of someone that actually believes in you. That number of people that I support in the U.S. in government has gotten even smaller now. It wasn't very large to begin with at all. It was in the single digits. It was barely breaking the double digits. Now we're in the single digits for sure. Of all people. Yeah, to to be, I was with DeSantis. I was was, um, waiting with bated breath, hoping that he would be a fantastic politician. And uh, yeah, that, I mean, he may have good perspectives or stances on many other issues, but uh, you're you're falling in you're falling into line with this. So now I, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. Um, uh, no, We're, I've comments. been burned too many times by politicians. I, I can't no. Yeah, The comments last night that I was seeing, I mean, there, there were a few thousand comments on that statement that he just made right there. And everyone's saying, what the hell is he doing? What, yeah. what, what on earth is he doing? You've banned vaccine passports and you've been against all of these measures and everything with COVID. OK, great, great. You've you've done the right thing there. But now you're out there touting that. Was he spending too much time on a golf course with Trump at Mar-a-Lago? What's going on? Uh, that was it, legitimately that was my first thought is he's been talking to Trump, hasn't he? And Trump's been like because I could see a Trump DeSantis uh, ticket or, or something like that. If assuming yeah. DeSantis uh, wants to go further than governor at, at this point, he may be a good president. But now I don't I don't I don't trust him now. Uh, I'm 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 you mean a good governor? No, I meant if he was going to run for president, I, I would. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I was yeah. hoping he would have been a good president. But now yeah. I, I can't trust that anymore. Is he a good governor? Well, I mean, he's probably a good governor for Florida. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 not I'm no longer waiting, hopefully, uh, on on DeSantis and, and watching, hopefully. Uh, no, I, I don't care now. I don't either. And that's a shame that that is a real shame. I had some hope for him. Uh, and to be honest with you, uh, he was the only one that I actually had hope for in 2024. If we were going to do any kind of, uh, well, salvage operation, really, uh, he was the only one that I actually had some hope in. He was taking on big tech. He was banning vaccine passports. He was opening the the state up. And now this, you've just torpedoed 
everything that you've worked for. All that support from someone like me, who is very hard politically to win over these days from anyone in, mm-hmm. anyone in politics. Very, very difficult to win me over. But he was. Oh, man, he was. He was batting a thousand. I was loving everything he was doing until that. Until that. You just struck out. At this son. point. Yeah. At this point, I don't want to. But at this point, it... I would have better luck moving to like Utah or Kentucky for getting a politician because well, they, the they, governor, have, they have good solid ones. The governor of Kentucky is a real he's he's a real. Yeah, he's a piece yeah. of work. But yeah. the senator, they, they have good senators. Yeah, well, that's true. That's your in-house members. Massey, you know, Thomas, Rep. Thomas yeah. Massey. Uh, the, yeah. The governor yeah. there, Bashir, he's he was doing sing alongs. Yeah. About, uh, hands and washing hands and all that stuff. It's yeah. He's probably on the outs anyway, though come election he's probably not gonna make it again speaking of being on the outs especially psychologically president joe biden had a town hall last night did you catch it was he was he ever there uh, i mean since he's become president was he ever there that's a good with? question that is a good question was he even there uh I, i'm not sure i felt like i needed a translator for some of the stuff yeah. that's uh that he was saying he had a lot to say uh, it, I, like I said, he needed an interpreter or I needed an interpreter to understand what he was saying. It's some of it. But he he did make a couple of statements that made some sense, uh, but not really. He did say this, though. If you get a covid-19 vaccine, he did say this. The the various shots that people are getting now cover that they're they you're OK. You're not going to you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. Oh, you're not going to get and Don Lemon oh. there who was hosting with him. He he said, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you're not you're not going to get covid if you get these vaccinations. Do we need to go over those statistics We're, again? It, it, you mean the president's OK with spreading misinformation? He's not going to get banned from Facebook or Twitter or YouTube? Well, no, th- no, no, no. See, he, he has a government account, so he can't be banned. Oh, right. Like the previous president of the United States. Gotcha. Yeah, I can go over the statistics again if you like that are just contradictory to what uh, Governor Ron DeSantis was talking about. People that are getting vaccinated against COVID-19 are the ones that are, majority of them are going into the hospital with COVID-19. So... No, no, comrade. I'm, I'm, no, no. No? Comrade, it, no no deaths or injuries have resulted from COVID-19 vaccinations. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Uh, by the way, the CDC just added uh, 5,000 new deaths to the VAERS report uh, just from vaccinations uh, just yesterday, if anyone was wondering. I'm sure that they're underreporting that again because the court filing was made. I have the court document, by the way, that GP was asking for. I have the court mm-hmm. document that was filed showing and testimony under sworn affidavit under penalty of perjury was made that the CDC covered up 45,000 deaths 72 hours after receiving a COVID-19 vaccine. What? You mean government's <laughs> hiding wrongdoing? I know it's surprising. I'm, I'm I flabbergasted. Know. I know. I know it's it's surprising. Well, no. What did you just say to me, comrade? No, no, no deaths or, or injuries have been associated with COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden was then asked last night about uh, the children under 12 uh, getting vaccinated because there's, you know, that it's just out of control with the kids these days uh, spreading COVID because there's not been any actual evidence to show that that's been a problem. This was his response. That's underway, just like the other question that's illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, 
you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't the 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 experts say we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, it's going to be Uh uh, or excuse me. We we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well, that means you mean for the FDA, for the FDA. Do you want to help me on that one? Um, it, it sounded like, uh, he, he's trying to shift gears and he keeps grinding those gears, trying to find the right one. It's just, Joe, you got to push the clutch in brother. You know, you, you got, you got to push the clutch in before you shift gears and give it a little gas. That's painful. Yeah. yeah, That that was rough. That was rough. That is, that is, he wasn't being solicitive there. Uh, Did he mean, is it, did he mean facetious? Uh, I'm not sure what he meant there. I'm not sure, but the question was clear. You see it here. When will the children under 12 be able to get vaccinated? And I don't know what he just said, but okay. Even Don Lemon is sitting there with like this dumbfounded look on his face. Like, what the hell is this guy talking about? I mean, to be fair, it was a good save on his part to try to make the elder feel better about themselves because you're you're acting as if you understood what they said, you know, Um, and you're yeah, Uh, it was a good save in that sense. But. For what he was actually saying, I have no clue. And Lemon was reaching. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was he was trying to drag him back just a little bit, you know, throw him a life uh-huh. life preserver and life ringer yeah. or whatever, and, and get him back on yeah. course. But you can see there by the look on his face that he just doesn't quite know where he's at. I I, I feel sorry for him. I feel no, no, I don't, no, I don't, no. I was gonna I was gonna give him a sympathy card, but you know what? No, you ran for president in this condition. You, you knew, the family knew, the the staff knew, everyone around him knows. Uh, no, you get no sympathy card. Uh, you should be at home enjoying your great grandkids. OK, so Biden was then asked, let, let's get on to the next question here. Uh, Biden was then asked what could be done to, I guess, facilitate a, a more successful uptake in vaccines in minority communities, because quite clearly, they're not taking them either. And if you notice the ones that are being sent around getting paid $30 an hour to knock on doors to, well, coerce people, uh, the ones that are getting paid to go around and knock on doors, where do you think they're starting? They're starting in the minority neighborhoods in the inner cities, because they don't have the kind of numbers in there that they're looking for either. Because quite frankly, they don't trust the government. And with good reason, with good reason, I might add. So we're expected to, to trust them. Oh, no, see, they're having a little bit of a rough go with this one because everything with the agenda they've been promoting over the last two years, oh, it's about indigenous people, it's about people of color and and minority communities and frontline and vulnerable communities. Those people hate you more than we do, actually. But again, with good reason, with good reason. They don't trust you. I don't trust you. We, the people, don't trust you. So President Biden, what will you do? What will your administration do? More to the point, because I, I think I don't even think he knows where he is. What will your administration do to foster the uptick of vaccinations in frontline and vulnerable communities? You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you OK? I mean, you seem 
No, it works. Or you, you know, or, or, or the mom and dad, or or, 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 or or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're. You know, no, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were. There's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. What? You know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? Again, uh, I need an interpreter for that. Um, first of all, he looks at Don Lemon and I know you as the listener, you can't see it. Bruce and I are, are watching it. You can't see it. But the look he gives Don Lemon as if he just found out that Don Lemon's about to walk off the edge of a cliff. You, you got the vaccine? I didn't even catch this, by the way, the, the first time watching this. Um, he, he asked him if he was OK. Yeah. It didn't even dawn on me until you posed what the question was about black communities. Yeah. He was asking, are you OK because you are black and you've taken the vaccine? I was. I didn't even that. I didn't even connect those two dots until you asked the question. And then I was like, wait, are you OK because you had the vaccine? He's meaning you're black. You took the vaccine. You're fine, right? Uh-huh. And then he went on and okay. got the I wasn't churches even thinking and yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that. Yeah, and and your interlocker, what what is an interlocker? Uh, I I I don't know. I I, I don't know what that was supposed to be. I, like the the question was, how do you change the mistrust in the system among some members of the black community? And he's talking about a man on the moon. He he's talking about. Do you want to know if aliens are here? He's gone. He he's gone. There, there's there's no other way to describe it. He's he's mentally he's just not there. He's not cognitively able but it's too it's too early for them to pull him they can't pull him and put kamala and you notice they're polling kamala now amongst democrats and she is garbage she's terrible <laughs> that clown of uh, of wherever in the hell they dug her up from is polling in the single digits amongst democrats of being able to handle that she laughs off stuff like she's some some spoiled 13 year old kid in in high school or something have you been to the border well i haven't been to europe that's not an answer that, that's not an answer at all. It's not even a halfway decent answer. Well, what are you going to do about voter ID? Well, the people of rural America don't live next to a Kinkos. Yeah. Excuse these me? people, um, these are clowns. Uh, they're, they're clowns. All of them. I, I will say, though, to, to Biden's uh, answer there, uh, when he says, who do you ask about these things, the man on the moon and the, the aliens and stuff other than the kids that are interested in it? Actually, the alien thing, I would ask the government. Because they're the ones that are supposed to be releasing all that information that they've redacted heavily. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe talk about what you guys know at this point. And I would ask the same thing about um, the the vaccine hesitancy. I would ask them about the why do you think they're hesitant when you just gaslit us for the entire year? You've been lying to us for at least 20 years that I'm aware of, uh, you know, because of politics and everything not being in politics. Oh, and um, by the way, one other thing. Uh, oh, longer than that, I guess. Yeah, they're also saying that if you've been vaccinated, you're going to have to wear a mask anyway. If your kid has been vaccinated, they're going to need to be wearing a mask regardless of vaccination status when they go back to school this fall. So uh, they're also saying that. You're telling people to go out and get vaccinated at the same time you're not giving them an incentive to do it. Oh, but we're going to start beating the people that don't take the vaccine. We're going to start, you know, having punishments for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on oh. cue. Yeah. Right on cue. Yeah, you're, you're you're on it. Right on cue. CNN bureau chief says the uh, the carrot is no longer working in the drive to vaccinate Americans because you've picked all the low hanging fruit. As we said, you've already gotten all the fools and the idiots out there to take it. You can't convince 
anyone else. And you know what? Those of us that you could have had maybe halfway convinced, you're not even convincing them now. The ones that have had one jab waiting for their second one that have had a horrible adverse reaction and they get tossed aside like a piece of trash by the medical establishment and don't get any treatment, don't get any answers. They're now saying, you know what? I'm not going back for the second one. No, you can forget that. I've already lost the feeling in my arm. My leg doesn't work anymore. Uh, I I can't talk. I can't think. Uh, I'm not I'm not going back for the second one. And I'm going to tell everybody that I know not to get it if they haven't already. A leaked internal email from CNN's Washington bureau chief complains that the carrot. I wonder, did it pass these things around? Like, does Dr. Liana win? Does she does she kind of lead these conference calls, maybe? Because she's been saying, what's the carrot going to be on Chris Cuomo? What's the carrot going to be? Real quick, the 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 first place that I heard the carrot carrot and stick analogy was in Christianity. I don't know if that's has any if it's just where I first heard it or if it's one of the origin points. But um, it had to do with the uh, I forget what they call it hyper grace. I think is what they're what they worded it as. It, it has to do with that um, circle. Interesting. Never actually thought of it like that. But uh, they say that um, the carrot is no longer working in terms of convincing Americans to get vaccinated and that authorities, listen very carefully, authorities need to start using the stick. Really? They need to start using the stick. Well, I will. Do you know who in America who owns the stick? Who is uh, constitutionally yes. supposed to have the biggest stick? Yeah, the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what happens when the government, who is supposed to be under our rule, um, starts coming at us with sticks? I, I personally, I don't know about you, but I don't see the chief, the bureau chief here of the Washington Bureau of CNN. I don't see them going out, going to um, someone's home that has no intention of taking a COVID vaccine. I don't see them going to that door and knocking and saying, I'm here to hit you with a stick until you take this. I don't see them doing that. Uh, see, with them, it's different with, with the media. See, they think that they're protected in all of this. I, I'm talking now about historical context. The media thinks that they're on the winning team, right? No, they're on the losing team. They're a bunch of loser nobodies that did nothing with their lives. That's why they went into the media. That's why they went into politics. You, you say, okay, well, you're in the media. No, we're not. We just happen to have the opportunity to have a platform because we are private citizens that are pissed and we can speak out about it while we can. I don't want to sit here and do this. Bruce doesn't want to sit here and do this. I'd rather get on with life. I'd rather go on vacation. But now's not the time. These people seem to think that they're on the winning side. They're not. They're on the losing side. Either way, they're on the losing side. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter which way it goes. It doesn't matter if it goes the way of we the people or if it goes the way of the authoritarian state. It doesn't matter. And the reason it doesn't matter is because every time in history... When a new rule comes in, no matter what rule that is, the ones in the media are always the first to go. The people at CNN, let's say for the sake of argument that the people lose, which we're not, but let's say that the people are going to lose and the state overreaches even more and they become more totalitarian. What do you think is going to happen to the people in the media? They're going to be the first ones rounded up and hauled off. Case in point, and I make this reference a lot, the Bolsheviks and the Mensheviks. Hey, work with us. Work with us. We have a common goal, don't we? To overthrow the czar and and to take power and and be in charge for the people. Well, we don't really agree on everything, but um, if you want to share power, okay, yeah, sure. They were the first to go. The Mensheviks, they were the first to go. The reason they were the first to go? Because, hey, if you'll sell out your own people, well, then you'll turn on us just as fast. So they're the first to go. It's the same thing here. 
If you will sell out and turn on your own people, you'll turn on them just as fast, if not faster. You are a counter revolutionary. You're never revolutionary enough. So they're in either a delusional fantasy land or they really are that stupid. So the message was mistakenly sent to uh, conservative activist Charlie Kirk, and it was only intended to be seen by other CNN colleagues. Uh, although Fox News didn't name the individual responsible for the comment during an interview segment between Tucker Carlson and Charlie Kirk, CNN's Washington bureau chief is also the network's senior vice president, Sam Feist. The email subject line was, you know what? Here's the clip from uh, him on Tucker. I'll just play it. Yesterday, the bureau chief in Washington at CNN sent an internal email with this subject line. A majority of unvaccinated Americans say they're unlikely to get the COVID-19 vaccine. So in response to that, the bureau chief wrote this to a colleague, quote, this is the point about carrot versus stick. The carrot is no longer going to work, dot, dot, dot. Now, we know about this because the person who sent it accidentally added someone else to that email, Charlie Kirk. We reached out to CNN about all of this, and here's what they said. The email mistakenly sent to Kirk was simply acknowledging that current vaccination rates are losing steam. And then the uh -huh. spokesman went on to blame this show <laughs> for... Americans who don't want to take this particular medicine and suggesting it's CNN's job to force them to. But is it CNN's job? Charlie Kirk is the founder of Turning Point USA. He joins us tonight. Charlie, thanks so much for coming out. What does this reveal, do you think, about that news channel? Well, I think this is one of the few mistakes that CNN has made that's actually really helpful. Uh, is it CNN's stated position now that they are going to try to administer medicine under the threat of punishment? You know, the analogy carrot versus stick is used usually when talking about incentives. What is the best way to compel human beings to get to a desired objective? Yep. And is it CNN's position now that if someone decides to refuse to get the vaccine like I have, that I'm going to come under some sort of punishment? What does that mean? What is the stick look like in CNN's world? Are they reporting on the news or are they trying to actually trying to subsidize or incentivize human beings towards a certain outcome? Are they trying to go after stories that are actually going to hold powerful people accountable? And Tucker, I think this is an interesting question. How would that internal email read any differently if it wasn't sent by an executive from Moderna or Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson or oh, AstraZeneca? Right. Is there any difference at all? If you just said, mm -hmm. hey, who do you think sent this email? Someone from the CNN Washington bureau chief or an executive of a pharmaceutical company? Those are things worth asking. But what, I mean, why is a news channel doing this? Any news channel, a lot of them are. I mean, CNN's in-house doctor ran Planned Parenthood. She's not in the life-saving business. These are not physicians. These are not experts. And yet they're speaking with this moral authority. You must do this because we know, and of course they don't know, and question, questions that anyone else raises, including on this show, they shout down immediately with slurs. Like, when, when did this become their role to do stuff like this? It's a cult. That's exactly right. And the other question is, why all of a sudden in the last 48 hours has there been this almost coordinated effort of people on the establishment center right kind of virtue signaling and telling every single person to get vaccinated while we're starting to see this kind of disturbing increase of activity on the VAERS yeah. database? And we're seeing story after story, not to mention what Dr. Robert Malone has said on your program and Dr. Brett Weinstein. And so I think what we have here is mission creep of certain institutions that think they're supposed to do things that they really aren't. And, and Tucker, I'm glad I received this email because we got an inside look into what CNN's trying to do in this regard to public health, and it's very disturbing. Yeah.
it's it, yeah, it is disturbing. Coordination, yeah, I'm suspecting maybe maybe you're right in your hunch there, Charlie Kirk. Great to see you tonight. Thanks so much. I don't know what to say to that. They're showing their, I mean, the mask is off. They're showing their true colors. The, the only catch is here, it's still behind the scenes. This is still like we're 90% mask off at this point. It's not yeah. quite off yet. I think, well, it's, it's starting to get there because you notice what Kirk was saying there. He says, now you've got this, this push that's coming from people and other parts of these different establishments that's, it's like this, this creep now that's just starting to get a little bit more and a little bit more. And what did I say? I said, they will never admit fault. They will always double down. Cocaine Mitch. We've got to get these jabs into Americans' arms as fast as possible. No one wants to go back into another lockdown. You see, he's threatening you. We're going to take your life away until you acquiesce to what we're telling you to do. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you not look at the statistics last year, Mitch? No, no, no. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. You were too busy screwing the American people politically and financially, trying to save your own sorry ass as opposed to doing the right thing. When we first started, we, we were talking in the very early days with Marty, it was the three of us. We were talking about what is patriotism. You remember that podcast? I remember it very well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is patriotism? And we all kind of agreed that the way that Marty put it was was pretty much right on point. A patriot is someone that is willing to take the hit for the betterment of their country. I don't see anybody out there doing that, with the exception of people like Rand Paul, Jim Jordan, Senator Marshall, Senator Kennedy, and a few others. That's about it. I see couple of people in the mainstream media, couple, literally. Tucker's one of them. He's really about it. But the rest of these people, Mitch McConnell, hell, Ron DeSantis now, saying the things that they're saying, you've got no call to say that stuff, gentlemen. None. You hold public office. You are put there to represent people. It's your responsibility holding that office. You don't have anything else to do. It's your responsibility to learn about real data and real statistics that affect people's lives. That's your responsibility. You are to ensure quality of life and make sure that people are able to self-govern. That is your responsibility. You have nothing else to do. You shouldn't be out there doing banking deals with China, Mitch. You shouldn't be out there playing golf with Donald Trump, Ron. Do your job. Do your research. Don't listen to any of these fools that you've got around you like Trump did for four years. Do your own homework that you tell everyone else to do. I don't I don't have anything else to say that hasn't already been said. Uh, as far as all this is concerned, they can take their carrot and stick and shove it. Ron DeSantis and, and the rest of them can join them. Uh, honestly, it's Mitch same. Go for it. Um, I'm, uh, unfortunately, if it comes down to it, right, and it's either DeSantis or Hillary Clinton, I will vote for DeSantis if it comes down to it. There's not really a choice but there, to be honest. <laughs> there's, there's, there's not a choice there. No. Um, well, if you if you actually, if I could vote third party and say asteroid, then yeah, I would say asteroid because at this point, yeah. And again, we're right back to where we started. White House weighs pushing masks as COVID cases increase. Yeah, see, we're right back to where we started. Right back to where we started. The Biden administration didn't immediately reach out for comment, but, well, you know, they're, uh, they're reportedly weighing rather to formally urge, listen to this, vaccinated Americans to once again mask up as the country experiences an increase in the number of COVID-19 Delta variant. Kate, yeah, you see this? They're going to do another variant on you. Yeah, they're going to... Oh, no, see, that's not the... Uh, 
that, that's not the that, that's not regular COVID nineteen anymore. Now, see, that's the that's the mutation that they've been talking about, and they'll give you another one after that, and another one after that, and another one after that. The World Health Organization, uh, what's his name, Nabarro, not Peter Navarro, Doctor Nabarro. I think it's David Nabarro. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, he said exactly that. We're just gonna you know go through that entire alphabet. It's it, it's inevitable. We're gonna go through that. The White House aides are in talks with officials at the CDC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they've been great. They've been great. They just got caught covering up almost 50,000 deaths. According to The Washington Post, they're proposing the uh, messaging to the public. People familiar with the discussions told The Post that the White House is hesitant to implement policies that would explicitly mandate people to show proof of their vaccination status. That means you're going to get it. That means you're going to get it right there. They said exactly the same thing in the UK. Now, now we have no plans whatsoever to do vaccine passports. That's how you know you're going to get them. The French, now we have no plans to do that. Now it's mandatory. You see that? You double down. One idea reportedly thrown around was to ask Americans to wear masks when vaccinated and unvaccinated people not to congregate in crowded places. Now, see, if you're vaccinated, you have to wear a mask but you can go into crowded places. But if you're unvaccinated, you're just excluded from society altogether. You see, you do what you're told. You're still subjugated. You're still a prisoner. You're still a slave. You don't make a deal with this. You don't go along with this and get out of it. That's not how this works. The talks come as COVID-19 cases have nearly tripled in the U.S. in recent weeks. I see they just, yeah, they're just out, up out of everywhere. Are you using that based on PCR tests and lies and fraud like you did the last time? They're putting yet another strain on hospitals and exhausting doctors. You mean the empty hospitals? The, the ones that were completely empty? How they were empty here. I actually went down to them. Does anybody actually go to them? The videos that we saw of, of hell, people in the UK going saying, OK, here's the second wave and the hospitals are empty. The police were knocking on that woman's door two hours later, throwing her in jail. What happened after that? Oh, now we're going to have to lock everybody down again because people were actually going to the hospitals. As I said earlier, when we get closer to what happened at that lab in Wuhan, when we get closer to the involvement of the criminal establishment with the NIH, the CDC, the DOD, American Academia, and Big Pharma, when we get closer to that, when we get closer to finding out what happened on November 3rd, and that mask, that facade is ripped off like you're ripping a scab off of a wound, oh, they're going to be doing some bleeding control on that one. They're going to lock everybody down. You watch. The seven-day rolling average across the U.S. for daily new cases rose over the past two weeks to more than 37,000, up from less than 13,000 just two weeks prior. Yeah, you see that? You see see how fast see how fast those cases are just rocketing up now? Yeah, you see that? Now, that's according to data from Johns Hopkins University. Yeah, yeah, because they, they've been wonderful. As a matter of fact, they just gave an honorary doctorate to uh, Angela Merkel just the other day. God, how disgusting was that? That's just another feather in that woman's cap. You know, we haven't been able to figure out. It's amazing. When you start looking at German politicians, it's incredible. You start looking at German politicians and you start looking at their actual credentials. A lot of them actually are honorary. They didn't actually achieve that stuff. As a matter of fact, I've been on some very good information that if somebody in the German government actually has credentials, they make sure that they're not there very long. What does that tell you? Health officials are blaming the Delta variant and slow vaccination rates. Yeah, see, that's that's what it is. Yeah, see, it's it's the it's those people that aren't doing what you're told. But yet, but yet they're telling you they're weighing the idea of if you are vaccinated, you're going to have to wear a mask again. But yet the problem is slow vaccination rates. 
They say that barely more than 56% of Americans have received at least one dose of the vaccine. That's according to the CDC. I don't believe those numbers. I I don't believe those numbers. I I really don't. They've been cooking those numbers up and lying about that data from day one. I don't believe those numbers for a second. All right. um, That's all that I had today. Uh, We do have some stuff here on the UK, but uh, we just don't have time to get into it today. Uh, I wish Marty was here, but unfortunately, he is dealing with something. I spoke to him just a couple of days ago. Uh, He is okay, but uh, he will be hopefully back with us next week. I'll have to call him on the weekend. But uh, anyway, all right. You got anything else today, Bruce? We do have a few minutes left. uh, If you have anything you want to talk about, if not, then we can punch out early. It's entirely up to you. Um, You know, I I do actually have one little tidbit here. And um, since we were talking about COVID-19 and all the the wonderfulness that that entails with that, just a quick little, I don't know, glimmer of hope, if you will. Rand Paul has referred Fauci to the DOJ for uh, criminal uh, uh, criminal referral. So uh, just kind of a, a side note, keep keep an eye out for that. See what what comes of that. DOJ isn't exactly for the American people. I don't think anything's going to come of it, but it's Rand Paul sticking to his guns. And I, I wanted to applaud him and give him the, the proper credit that he's at least appearing to do something even though I don't think anything will come of it. He is appearing to at least do something. I'll give him that. But uh, as far as DOJ taking action on Fauci, no, I don't see it. I'd like to. Believe me, I'd like to. But even so, let's just say for the sake of argument, the way that things are and the people that we're dealing with here, let's be honest. If Fauci were to be arrested by DOJ and face trial, do you really think he'd make it? (laughs) Well, one, he would either be epstein so none of this would come out uh, my point. two exactly my point he wouldn't yeah he wouldn't be arrested in the first place just because um the current head of doj is more interested in january 6th uh insurrectionists than he is about um anything else it's true it's true you know you gotta you gotta get those uh gotta get those domestic terrorists which it's coming out now that a lot of them were actually undercover feds to instigate by the way just saying that's uh, that's just the way that it is. The committee I did read today that the uh, the committee that uh, has been put together, all the Republicans have been pulled off of it. So Jim Jordan will not sit on it, and a couple others will not sit on it. And yeah, so it would just be a uh, it would just be a committee of like Adam Schiff and a few others. And it's like these are the same people that ran the impeachment nonsense and, and debacle. So yep. the, like the all that stuff. And yeah. come steel on, steel dossier. Yeah, the steel yeah, dossier. They were all the ones heading it up. Yeah. Same people will be running the January 6th committee. So anyway. All right. Uh, that will do it for today. So for those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram channel, get over there and get signed up to us. We do put out all of our podcasts we do here every day. And we also put out an exclusive podcast once a week, which Bruce and I will be on tomorrow. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. And some of you have, and we do appreciate that very much. Thank you all very much. Uh, also, if you're rating podcast, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, we'd appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that'll do it for today and this week. So I will see you tomorrow on the exclusive, Bruce. Those that are signed up to us on Telegram, I will see you on the exclusive tomorrow as well. For everyone else, have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday.